0: Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month.
0: Well, don't go, thanks, William. It's nothing to do with me. Or were you being genuine? being genuine? Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just not used to that.
1: Yeah, I used to. Don't half get little digs in it, each other. You're like a fucking married couple. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Help I Sex with My Boss. Are you used to okay?
2: William <laughs> and Ben have been
1: bickering all morning. It's not been a great start. We got locked out of our studio. The gin's been nicked, and uh, Ben's. Computer's just crashed. Other than
0: that, it's a classic episode.
1: This is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas like, should you ever steal someone else's joke? It's a bit of an old reference. And is football coming home? Oh. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert.
0: No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Gucci, you're more Goopot. Very good. Excellent. Well, credit to Jodie for that one. Well done, Jodie, that was excellent.
1: Let's have our signature drink that we have at the start of every episode. Yes. Would you like to do the Dubonnet? I will do the Dubonnet. Oh, that was the gin. Oh, double. Well. Double. <laughs> it's the gin as well. Please can we go back to making them arse
0: Maybe for Christmas. Okay. I'll allow it at Christmas. If we can get to Christmas. that Okay. Gin and de Bonnet. Oh well, you need to But that's just one part de Bonnet. I want two parts. Alright. Thank you. it be very strong. The Savoy Hotel measures of gin and de Bonnet, I believe, is one part gin, one part de Bonnet. So there's more gin in it. The Dubonnet, that's very strong.
1: I always say I do two parts gin, two parts Dubonnet.
0: Well, that's just I'm, a larger drink. That's, that's what the, what the Savoy I mean. measure. Because it's meant
1: to be one part gin, two parts Dubonnet, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I just do double for both.
0: But one part gin, okay, don't worry. That, I could be here all year.
1: Uh, I would like to toast to England, the three lions, wishing them luck in the World
0: Cup. Uh, oh, are there just three of them going? No,
1: it's their nickname, isn't it? Okay. To yes, the, to... The England men's football team.
0: England men's football team.
1: Bring it home, boys and get
0: on all the men in England (laughs) oh Oh. Oh, that's nice does have a cake
1: as always if you need our help with something then we would love it if you get in touch you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at
0: sexofmyboss or TikTok or or TikTok can you do it on TikTok now you can message us I don't know if anyone will reply no apparently no one will you can't
2: message Oh,
0: you can't can't message. Right, so shut up then. Sorry. Or
1: you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply. This man here will reply to your letter with a handwritten one. The address is on the website,
0: sexofmyboss.com. Provided you put a return address. Providing you put a return address. And and also that I can read it.
1: And that you can read it.
0: I know my handwriting isn't great, but it's doing pretty good things in comparison to some of the correspondence. Wow, Okay. Just want to say. How's your week been? My week's been absolutely lovely, thank you. Yeah? How's yours been? Yeah, good. Other than the fact, can, you know, in uh, our episode at the start of November, we toasted my brother. Yeah. I'd like to withdraw the toast. <gasps> Why? Because we then uh, had a lovely weekend together celebrating his birthday, which I was going to do directly after that recording. And James looked at me at breakfast the next day and said, uh, looked at what I was wearing, which was a very similar outfit to the night before, but different shirt and a different jumper, but similar vibe. He said, oh, your style of dressing, it's, um, it's very normcore. Normcore, and I said, "What's normcore?" So he he Googled normcore to get the exact definition, and it's like a very average, unpretentious, bland style of dressing.
1: I'd take that. That's do too. bland? It's a bl- bland. It's just, I
0: don't think I dress in a bland
1: you've way. You've got a white shirt on and a harset. You look like you're about to do a shift in the office. <laughs>
2: that's
0: that's pretty. But this isn't not yeah. But this is look at the way it fits. This is a bespoke shirt. It's not normcore. I would say is sort of like a beige jumper with like a sort a of grey a- jumper or a- yeah, or a grey shacket that sort of thing. It's not That's- a grey shacket.
1: It's such a bit. I- I'm pretty normcore, whatever it's called.
0: I don't think I'm been- very
1: like either black jeans or black uh, chinos or navy blue chinos, mm. and then it's very white t shirt, white shirt. And, and, a a jacket jacket. and a different shacket, yeah. Cl- and the shackets are very navy blue, grey, blue, black.
0: Yeah, very... I put... Mikey has quite a few shackets now, and I tried on... Uh, earlier on in the year, I tried on one of Mike's shackets. Did you try a shacket on? And uh, if I do up the top button, uh, I look like Blofeld from James Bond. <laughs> I might wear it next time. Uh, it's, it's not a good look. But uh, he looks very nice in it, so that's fine. So, yeah, James, little bitch... Norm call. That's
1: what brothers do. They give you shit. Well, they yes. do. I just had, I met some of my brothers over eight. We went for a meal, and all, mm. as, all as it was was just piss taking for three hours. Genuinely piss taking.
0: Well, that's and that, Well, that's nice. But did they insult you? I, but and also then they g- had
1: the cheat to say we signed this autograph for my mate at work.
0: <laughs> autograph. Who's still doing autographs? I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> our oh, Brad's printed a picture off see' <laughs> so, Is he selling these? I probably. <laughs>
1: No, in Bradley, probably,
0: yeah. Are they black market Jordan or signatures? Probably, yeah. 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 Wow. My uh, my very first luxury flatmate, Christian, uh, years and years and years ago. I never met him.
1: No, I've he... never met him.
0: Oh, he's lovely. I don't know if he's real or not. No, he, he is. He is real. Uh, he bizarrely, as a as a leaving gift, gave me a signed photograph of Amanda Holden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you still got that? Yeah. Have you got it up? Um. No, I haven't got it up. Um, I don't know if that actually is Amanda Holden's signature. I have subsequently worked numerous times with Amanda Holden, being of course Heart, Heart FM's favourite etiquette expert. But I should take it in, and uh, <laughs> 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 um, I should take it and ask her if that's her signature. Okay. I don't know why, but it was a time it was a time back in the day when I used to watch Britain's Got Talent. And it was that was the like the first one or two series. I used to, I thought Amanda Oh, I still think Amanda's great, but I particularly liked her then.
1: Do you um do you still have that Bree van der Camp one?
0: Yes, Marsha Cross. Yeah. Yes, that a huge one of uh Bree Van der Camp from I've Desperate got, Housewives. I've got a Burnley programme signed by Glenn Little. Who's Glenn Little? A, oh, is he Little and Large? He
1: was a very tall, Winker. I used to play for Burnley and one of my favourite players. And um, I was walking home after the match, Tim Cromwell's, and he got mm. out of this fancy car and jumped into KFC, so I followed him to KFC <laughs> and got into the same programme. He signed mm. it with a little um, lottery pen. Mm. Have you ever met... Yeah, I met Andy uh, Payton recently as well. Have you ever and, met Andy any? Pieces? Andy Payton. No, who's that? Burnley Forward. The Paddy and Predator. The what? That... Saying that out loud now sounds weird, but that's what the that's what <laughs> they, they called to, him the what? <laughs> it weird. But he was called the Paddy and Predator.
0: The Paddy and Predator.
1: Paddyum. And, Paddyum's and, Paddy and a part of <laughs>
0: right. Paddyum's a part of Burnley. I don't think that's a nickname that although, has stood the test of time. Although
1: I think he told me recently he weren't from Paddy, but he went to school in Paddyum. It's like an area of Burnley.
0: Is it he, nice? Is it like the Kensington of Burnley? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. And um I met him recently, and they say you don't meet your heroes, and he was really nice, but hes they called him the
0: Paddy and Predator because he used to score, like, 20 goals a season. Maybe we'll get him on for a bonus, ask him how he feels about that
1: now. <laughs> it's a bit, saying it out loud now. Any Burnley fans listening or watching this, they'll mm. know him, the Paddy right. and Predator. Have you ever met any of your heroes? Because I met him and he was lovely, he told
0: loads of great stories. Well, Jordan, ask me who I had breakfast with last week. Oh, who did you have breakfast with last I've got, week? I've got photo evidence as well. Have you? Have you?
1: Who have you had breakfast with? That's you. Yeah, zoom in. <gasps> oh, my God! You had breakfast
0: with Sean Dyche? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he was sitting on the table behind me. <laughs> Sean Dyche was sitting behind you? Yes. Why was that? Of course, I had. I did not notice.
1: Why didn't you go up to him and ask him to do a video? Well,
0: because I, I nearly did. And then I thought, hang on. He probably doesn't know anything about me or this podcast. And if I go up to him, sounding like I sound, and you sounding like how you sound. Who okay? <laughs> you? G1.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll just have a couple of coffees, please, and uh, croissant.
0: If I walked up and said, oh, hello, uh, I'm very good friends with Jordan North, it doesn't sound convincing. And if you don't know this podcast and know that we are very good friends, I thought he may not believe me. Who's he?
1: Oh, happy place, yeah. we would won, like, four or five home games after that, so uh, he could piss off. <laughs>
0: As if you were Who was you at breakfast with? Daryl And it was Daryl who, who noticed Who you used to live with
1: Who's that? Oh that looks like A chief executive Of a very well known football club
0: I don't think he was He was in shorts And made a comment That it was shorts in November and I didn't. Where was it you were having? 180
1: He was in one He was in a private members
0: club Yeah Oh your, your sort You're all the same
1: John, oh,
0: class. That's great. Of course, I didn't notice, and and Daryl suddenly went, don't move.
1: You're not allowed pictures in there.
0: No, no, that was an illegal photograph. I'm going to
1: make. Oh, I'd love it if your membership got revoked. (laughs) (laughs) I'd absolutely love it. They're really strict about taking pictures in there. Yeah. So there you go. You met Sean Dyche. I met Sean Dyche. In a private members club. Yes. You could have gone up and said hello.
0: Well, I know, but I, as I say, I was just convinced it wasn't going to sound convincing. Um, but anyway, I hope you had a lovely time. Um, I certainly did. Um, have you done any hoovering in the dark?
1: No, not yet.
0: Now, come on, I said this a few weeks ago. Oh. No. Ben stuck on his... I just also want to make perfectly clear when Ben, uh, on our... Instagram put a video of him hoovering in the dark. That was Ben's floor and Ben's hoover. I don't endorse either the flooring or particularly the hoover. Okay. He didn't actually say whose hoover that was, but uh, mine is much more luxury.
1: Okay. i not that clear. Right. Yeah, I've tried it, but I've still not... <laughs> ben tried- is looking Know, it's wide open. I've still not moved in yet, so I'm not...
0: No. I'm in, well, Lee, but do you not have a floor to Hoover? I'm in a halfway house at the moment, if you're you in, a ha- mm. you're in a, I don't think you're in a halfway house. Yeah, that's pretty much... That's a, not what... That's like... That's what sort I, of not quite prison Yeah, is a halfway house. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Right, OK. Well, maybe... But, Sharing hop- a bunk with Smudge. <laughs> with the Paddy and Predator. Who... Uh, <laughs>
1: Looking back, I can't believe we called him that. It it wasn't because of all like that, it's because he was a bloody good goal scorer.
0: Right. Mm. But why is a good goal scorer called a predator?
1: Cuz he was on the end of the box like a predator. <laughs> box
0: in <the> box. Right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I can't believe that. Um so are you are you ready to move in? Are you are you how's the house move going?
1: Yeah, it's we're getting there. It's st- stressful, but getting there. Um, it's not like
0: you to be stressed. No, I know. I know.
1: But I've just—I've had a nice break, a lovely holiday. So. Oh,
0: good. Yeah. Um, Anywhere com- nice? Skegness. Skegness. Yeah, went, yeah. Well, I hear it's lovely this time yeah, of year. I went skeggy for a couple of days. That's why you've got Three that days. nice tan. Um,
1: before I went away, I didn't tell you, did I? Mm. I cheat. I don't
0: ever. You do cheated. Anything. Cheated on my barber. Cheated on your barber. Yeah, it's
1: a mistake.
0: Okay. Don't ever cheat on your barber. You don't still go back up north for your haircut, do you? Well, no, I go up to you North did- London. Right. Oh, so back to where you used to live. Yeah, where I used to live,
1: which is a 40 minute tube. Oh. But uh, because he's good, but the week before I was going away, he was away. And I needed to do it. You've got to have your hair cut before you go on holiday. So I went to the one near my gym. Right. Christ. Like, he, he did a good job, but I'm very picky. He put a curve in my beard, which I hate.
0: A curve in your beard? Yeah. And he, and Sorry, where's, where's the
1: curve? Like, uh, he made me look like a Lego man. Right. And he boxed it off and stuff. He was really rough. Oh? Because my usual... Yeah, it's really rough. It was over dead quick as well. I felt really <laughs> dirty afterwards. Um,
0: was it but, more expensive, cheaper? Yeah,
1: well, that's the thing, right? So yeah. it was really rough. And, Central
0: London, not north, so... Oh,
1: and usually, my normal barber is puts a bit of talc on and some moisturiser because he knows I've got sensitive skin. This one was like chopping away. He's like bloody Sweeney Todd. Charge me 65 quid for the privilege.
0: 65, 65
1: pounds? 65 for a pissing haircut. I was fucking, 65 quid. I usually only pay 20-odd. And back up north, before I moved down, down, down London, I think I paid 16, 17 quid for an aircraft. 65, air I mean... 65 pounds. For, for... And he didn't touch the top. I told him to leave what? top alone. Yeah. 60, he sent me coming from a mile off. Dick Turpin wore a mask.
0: 65 quid. And was this a, a, a name, yeah, as it's it were? quite
1: a fancy one, to be fair. It's a chain, but still. 65 quid. Well, it was 60, but I tipped him a fiver.
0: Oh, if you're paying that much, I wouldn't bother tipping. No. I right. give my lovely hairdresser, I give, give a bottle of something or a gift at Christmas, sort yeah. of in lieu of tips. Do you not tip? No, because they're being paid...
1: You're horrible. I'm not horrible. I always tip your barber, that's the one. Bit, yeah, but a I dress. don't have a barber,
0: I have a hairdresser. Well, always tip your hairdresser.
1: They're on their feet all day. Anyway, so yeah. Also, I want to bring to the attention, so I've, got, I've had a dodgy haircut on holiday, which great, I look like a bloody Lego man.
0: I don't think you look bad.
1: In oh. today's paper at the time of recording... Just wanted to bring this to um, William Hansen's attention. Blooming Awful. Heston's boiling the bag dish ain't to my taste. Delia gets it all off her plate. It's a trendy cooking technique popularised by Heston Blumenthal. Oh, was it? Oh. And used by high-end restaurants. But Delia Smith says... Says. Delia Smith says. Delia Smith says. I thought, it say, I thought it says is like the Northern version. No, it says. Says. Yeah.
0: I thought it says. No, it says. I thought says was like colloquial, common. No, no. I can assure you, it is, is says. It
1: says, like. Oh yeah, Ben,
0: but, don't sit on that thing. It's like
1: I say, oh, I, I say mek- I say mekin oh. instead of making, and people go, what's making?
0: Well, it is making.
1: Mekin. So is it says? It says. All right. you Sorry. Delia Smith says, sous vide, which is French for under vacuum, produces unappetizing grey lumps of meat or fish. And it goes on to say, uh, I did say to Eston, sous vide is boys' toys, isn't it? He said, yes. It's very popular with big chefs, apparently. Mm. But she doesn't like sous vide. Sous vide is where food is placed in a bag and cooked in water at low temperature for hours, which chefs say it's cooked meat perfectly all the way through.
0: It does. So Delia Smith is not a fan of the sous vide. Well, that's, that's fair enough. She's entitled to her opinion. What are you going to say to that, William? Well, Delia, if you're, if you're watching, if you're listening... You come over, I'll treat you to my soft pork, and you'll change your mind. That's all I'll say.
1: That sounds like you've just offered to have sex with Delia Smith.
0: She could be the one.
1: This man's turning.
0: I sometimes find her chicken basket a little bit dry.
1: Oh, we started beef with Delia Smith. She's she... 81. She's 81. 81? Yeah. Well, Do you
0: feel good now? Let's How... be having her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel
1: good now about picking an 81-year-old? For what it's worth...
0: Dame this, Delia Smith, I think it is. Dame Delia Smith. The food
1: you've met me in the sous-vides. Delia really Smith good. taught me how to cook. Did she?
0: Yes. Not personally, but through her, <laughs> through her cookery books. Oh. They gave me the foundations, and then I found sous-vide.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. I think it's very That was nice. a lot to explain in your early days of cooking. What? Some of your dinner parties in Manchester won't. I appreciate... Now you're great. What do you mean, now I'm great? Just saying. I don't want to just... I remember... Walking on with Stuart, our executive producer once, who was back then just our friend. Is this you making things up? No, we just... I can't remember what it would cut. It was the, was I it know the tuna.
0: No. I have never done tuna. I'm joking.
1: Or am I? You're a very good cook now. No.
0: I still need to have you over, and a few people messaged me actually, the, and the, a couple of weeks ago about coffee. I, when you're when you're sort of back from all your other stuff, maybe before Christmas, maybe a Christmas special. We'll do it at mine, mm. and I want to make you proper coffee because I think you'll like it. I've changed my coffee; it's not that brand you don't like anymore. I want to do a whole how to do coffee guide. I properly. do
1: French blend roast five. Yeah, well, you have a that's really really strong. That's how I like it. Baby. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel really bad for saying your food was... I'm no, 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 it's, it's fine. You came to mine and that... I think you're, you're referring to a time in my life when I was at sort of the equivalent of doing chicken and chips for people when they come over for dinner. I didn't do chicken
1: and chips. I did
0: grias. It's chicken... It's That's the Greek for chicken and chips. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: that's Burnley for... Me. <laughs> Go away. Um, I am really into it at the moment, and I wonder if you are. It's, it, it's coming to my life. Marmite... Marmite. I absolutely love it, right? I, I think, and I, I tried it once when I was about 15 and my dad had it on holiday. I thought it was disgusting, but now, Marmite, and get on this peanut butter.
0: Marmite on, and peanut butter? On
1: toast, it's a thing. It's absolutely delicious. The when producer him, loves it. When I get in from work, I have a bit of Marmite and peanut butter on a cracker. Oh, it's, it's changed my on life. On a cracker. On a cracker, yeah.
0: Do you have it on a bath, olive Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: just a Jacob's Cracker.
0: Does the producer want to say anything?
1: The address is on the website for
0: any PRs. Uh, the producer would like to stress that if uh, the Marmite PR are listening, the address is on the website, sexinmyboss.com. I'm
1: proper into it. It's great. I like, you've got a... Tw- oh, it's on toast with butter. And and then and then somebody um, messaged me saying, have it on a crumpet, right? And I remember mm-hmm. in the Danny Dyer... Meme, so get all fucking crampy, right? And you want all that, you want the batter, and you want to lash into marmite, and it's absolutely delicious, right? Try it. Have you never had it?
0: I probably have, but no, get it.
1: It's very you, very British. I can imagine you and Mikey having marmite on toastlit mornings,
0: right? Giant marmalade. Yes, but that's not the same as marmite. Is marmalade just a jam? It's it's orange jam in effect. Oh, is it? And it always needs to be thick cut, okay? Don't, don't go for shredless. Always like it thick and cut.
1: Add an N into that and it describes our producer. <laughs> Wait till he clicks on. Thick cut. Add an N oh, into. Yeah. Th- also, that? I don't like marmalade. Thick cutner. I don't like marmalade,
0: but what was the one I was really into? Lemon curd.
1: Oh, it was it was lemon curd, but it wasn't lemon curd. It was um,
0: passion fruit curd. Passion
1: fruit curd. Do you remember when I was really into that?
0: Yes. Is that we Did you have that when we went for tea? Do you remember when we went for afternoon tea together? Yeah, I loved it. That was fun.
1: It's my ADHD again, getting really into marmite and stuff.
0: Mm. Could you put marmite in ready bread?
1: <gasps> oh, because I have peanut butter in ready bread. Have both. Oh, right. By the way, yeah, definitely have peanut butter in ready Breck. It's absolutely delicious. I'm going to try that. Genius. Well done, sir. Well.
0: it's... Technically, Ben's, but
1: no, my, it's is my thing.
0: Um, finally, just before we go on to your joke of the week, should we talk about last week when uh, you managed to break into the studio? I just <laughs> people say I've changed, say I'm Jordan
1: South, but <laughs> hey, right?
0: Hey, don't uh, don't ever um, underestimate this guy. Tell everyone what happened. For a bit of context, we had finished. Produ- the producer, characteristically, couldn't wait to leave the studio after the recording. Had to rush off. Threw me the key and went lock up. Uh, stick the key under the door when you're finished. We were faffing, right? We were faffing. Uh, the talent was clearing up the studio and, you know, doing doing all the jobs that, you know, we shouldn't be doing. And um, anyway, so producer goes, we lock up, key under door, we go downstairs, we have a little chat. You featured on my B-reel at the time. Oh, yeah. Most, most <laughs> bloody popular B-reel I've done with my seven friends. Oh, is it? Don't think I didn't notice friends on B-reel that you all reacted, which I have now got rid of, by the way. What? I've, I've got rid of So all those people That are now adding me Since talking about My be oh, real A couple of, of weeks it, ago no, yeah. That's boring Okay, Just go away Can't be bothered all right. And um, so yeah You can add me all you like it, You're not going to get added back Tell
1: it's... the pissy stuff You don't have to go <laughs> round some bloody roundabout You Christ
0: So I go I leave I am only halfway down the road And you phone me I'm actually on the phone To someone else And you phone me And you go, Oh Oh I've, I've left my bag in studio. It wasn't my bag. I'd left my headphones and my fags. Right. Well, you've left something in studio. How do I get in? I was like, well, the key's under the door and Ben's on a train. You apparently had also phoned Ben saying, could you come back? I mean, he was, he was on a train. I don't quite know how you thought Ben was so, going to come back.
1: I went to receptions and got a spare key. Like, no. So you said it was under the door. So I just, <laughs> in one of the signs here where we record it, you know, one of the signs that like, oh, uh, coffee and cake day on Monday, just yeah. took the sign out of the those little plastic holders, mm. got the paper, just put the paper under the door and swipe. the key came out. <laughs> got to take the lad out of Burnley. And because of this, we were locked out of the studio this morning Yeah. Uh, and the key was put in the post box. And Ben was like, we locked him my to record here." And I went, it's only a post box, I'll be able to get into that. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to, and then somebody had a spare key, didn't they? I would, I'll tell you now, I'd be able to get into a post box, no problem. Yeah. I once got locked out of my flat in North London. Just use the old credit card trick.
0: Maybe we should do a TikTok of uh, Jordan North, the guide to Trust petty me. crime.
1: And a lot out of Burnley.
0: Just for any potential burglars listening, we don't ever normally keep the key no, under we the door. That fair. was a one-off. That was a one-off. And we yeah. won't be doing it again.
1: Yeah, and we've got alarms and stuff now. We've got, so. got
0: uh, at maximum security. We've got a guard dog, mm. Diego. Yeah. Diego's here. He'll you'll get the rough edge of his tongue if you break in. What do you think would happen if Diego did catch someone in the act?
1: Oh, God. Oh, who are you? Oh, hello. Oh, I love your trousers. Oh, aren't you dark and mysterious wearing all black? It's very chic. Do you know? It's very chic, Mr. Burglar. Come on in. My daddy won't mind. All the jewellery's in the back. It's in that room there. Just help yourself. Oh, can I
0: hump your leg in a minute? Oh, oh haven't you got light fingers? Oh, um, what?
1: Did oh, you know, I say, come on in, come on in. Oh, I'm not bothered, it's shit all here anyway.
0: One of our g and James... Sorry, that was harsh, I wasn't saying your flat was a... Grab. One of our g and James, uh, not my brother, James Dickinson, uh, messaged me, he only just realised a couple of weeks ago that Diego is a dog. He thought Diego was the sound engineer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Diego is Ben's dog.
0: He was a whippet. A whippet. He's yeah. usually yeah. Farting and... Yeah, you can smell him before you can see him.
1: Uh, yeah, he's very cute, though. <laughs> anyway. Right, joke time. Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha! Ja, ja, ja. OK, I've been taking Viagra for my sunburn, you know, cos just got back off holiday. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Okay, Gene Devers, thanks for sticking with us. It's now time for joining us Jolly Joke of the Week. I've been taking Viagra for my sunburn. I've been on holiday. Mm. It doesn't cure it, but it keeps the sheets off my legs at night. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's funny. I once um, dropped a Viagra in my tea, a cup of tea. i uh, think getting hard on, but my biscuit wouldn't go soft. <laughs> You're funny anyway. They ever tell me my dad? I don't know if I could say this. Oh, sack it. They ever tell me my dad used to sell Viagras in my local pub?
0: No, you have <laughs> to say this? It's
1: <laughs> yes, fine. So, my dad used to work abroad, yes. Yeah, and Viagra was like over the counter then. So, he used to work and in pub, we used to go to, he used to always bring it back and he used to sell it to all my mates' dads as well. Mm. So, he you know, like some people go abroad and do a fag or beer run. My dad used to do a Viagra run, so people used to text me going. When's your dad back? I'm like a couple of weeks. Like we well, you get you're getting to get some Viagra. Used to sell them in pub.
0: And I've obviously I don't have any. It's all above
1: board. They weren't like late because now it's because you used to have to go to doctors. Now you can get it over the counter. It can years we? Ago. T-
0: and Viagra is it, it does exactly what we think it does.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it makes you last longer and just makes it. Right. I've never took one to be fair.
0: Have you not? Maybe do it for a bonus. <laughs> what? Me on Viagra? Putting the boner in bonus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you ever had that?
0: What? A boner? Viagra. Viagra. No, I haven't. Choked on what once? Choked on a Viagra. Okay. Got a stiff neck. <laughs> <laughs> Have
1: you ever heard that? Anyway. <gasps> That's funny. Come on.
0: Okay, let's go to the listeners' questions. Uh, this one is from Duncan. Hello, Duncan. Hello, William and Jordan. I was just talking to a friend about a recent hookup. We have such a sophisticated listenership. And something awkward happened. While we were getting ready to start the deed, he decided to put on some music. The music made me laugh so much, I got distracted and lost the mood. Ironic, he needs Viagra. Uh, I was greeted by Troy Sivan's Bloom, which is a song about receiving for the first time. Brackets. I'll keep it glassy, William. Is that what that song's about? It is, yes. Oh, okay. Hence my question: What is the etiquette of playing music during sex? I know some people have a sex playlist, but it just doesn't do it for me. How do you politely tell someone their sex music is doing the opposite of what it's supposed to be doing? Thank you in advance. I don't have sex music, dear. Not? No, not even the uh, not even the cast recording of Mary Poppins.
1: Oh, do you listen to Mary Poppins? No, of up- course
0: I don't, Yeah
1: a spoonful of sugar mixed the medicine go down don't medicine. ruin it God, medicine <laughs> no, no no um i don't know it's a tricky one i think you just say
0: if the music doesn't matter but it's yeah, the same. i think I, it's, it's the same as if turn? you
1: I, yeah, I i i think
0: if you live with someone whether that's romantically you share a flat whatever and they put on music and you don't like it if it's in a shared environment it's not your own room for it's not their own room then you just say i don't really like your music <laughs> it's, so it's quite worrying that you had that to hand. <laughs> I've got my own playlist. Is this your sex
1: playlist? <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't see, I just put my finger in William's mouth. <laughs> Thank
0: God it was my mouth. Um. <laughs> um. I just. Is that a sex playlist in the same position? I haven't got a sex playlist. Is it, is it like you don't have a hidden folder?
1: Like, I do not have a... a
0: oh, no, don't. This gives me flashbacks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, if it's no. not doing it for you, just say, Duncan.
0: Um, oh, can't, Jordan can't stop it.
1: Not once you, you get
0: Jordan started, you can't stop him. If it's
1: not working for you, just say, oh, can we turn music off?
0: Just put it on. It's making my baguette more like a blancmange.
1: Did I ever tell you this? And I don't know if I want to put this on. Let me... Th- Go and say it. It was once brought to my attention. Yes. Okay. By who? Doesn't matter. But mm. there's um, an amateur porn video. Yes. That a couple of people have brought to my attention, actually. Right. And <laughs> in the background... Yes. ...was me on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was on, on Sunday mornings. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. They were knocking off as well.
1: It was a very...
0: <laughs> you can actually
1: hear my voice. Nice. Yeah. So they're at it, Radio 1 on in the background. It's very weird, but also, wow, you're doing all right for yourself moment. Yeah, you, you have a powerful
0: effect on people. Do
1: you think many people listen to this podcast whilst having sex?
0: I hope not.
1: If you're having sex now... <laughs> good
0: keep going keep it going keep it going keep it up yeah
1: anyway duncan in answer to the question just say Can you turn that off please You're not doing it for me
0: no yeah i think that yeah just just be honest honesty in any relationship whether it's fleeting or uh, long term is always good who's next uh, this next one is from anonymous Uh, I've loved listening to other G&Evers' problems and hearing your responses, but until now I've never had need to seek help with an unusual problem. Covid killed my marriage. And I know a F-tonne of other people are in the same boat... I thought I was settled. I'd found a bloke I could pin my future on and grow old with. But alas, strange times equaled strange behaviour. And once things started getting back to a new normal, we didn't. And at the ripe old age of 40-something, I find myself single again. Not wanting to drive myself to the orthopaedic ward in the future, I realised I've got to get back out into the dating world, and therein lies my problem. Many years ago, I was involved in an accident which resulted in a lot of operations, to date 14. Wow. Wow. Thankfully, all successful, and if you met me fully clothed, you wouldn't have a clue. But unclothed is a different story. Do you know what a really bad facelift looks like? Tightly pinched in features and extremely large kipper lips. Well, welcome to my undercarriage. Thanks to the likes of Naked Attraction so I've become really aware of how unusual I look down there. Multiple skin and muscle grafts have given me a thigh gap that supermodels would die for, but has exposed more than is the norm. Believe me, it has its upsides, sensitivity-wise, wink. Thank you. But also makes me extremely nervous about getting naked with someone new. So my question is, do I just down trousers and hope all is good, or do I mention beforehand the overexposure and its plus side? Thanks a lot in advance. Love you both, Anonymous. Oh, this is a tough one, isn't it? I think again, we we, we probably
1: say this a lot, but it's probably worse in your head mm. than what it actually is, and that is easy for us to say, I know.
0: But... Yes. There, there is, too, there is perhaps in in any walk of life, there is perhaps too much pressure in the dating world to have sex. On date one or two. The old rule in England was that sort of or in Britain, that it sort of sex was date three onwards. If not well, I mean, the really old rule was you waited until marriage. Third base, wasn't right? it? Sorry?
1: Third date, yeah. Third date.
0: Yeah. But if you're going on a third date tonight or you're you're about to plan a third date, I don't think that anymore means that, that oh, well, there is a an expectation that you have to have sex. To have sex, you have to have some sort of emotional connection with someone. So don't don't feel pressured. Go at your own time. And I would probably build up, regardless of any of your issues, Anonymous, um, or your own issues uh, in your head, because I don't really think it's an issue, really, it shouldn't be. I would just get to know them better. And then when you're ready, it just happens. And if they have a problem with it, that's a reflection on them, not you.
1: Yeah, judge the situation. Maybe tell them before if it's the right time. If not, don't tell them. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely reflects them more than you. And please, please try not to get yourself in knots about it. Honestly, please.
0: Yeah, it's probably worse in, in your own head than, than it is. And um, we've all got funny old bodies. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
1: If you meet the right person who loves you for you, they they will not be bothered about that at all one little bit, one tiny percent.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is from Katie. Hello, William and Jordan, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'm hoping you can help settle a reoccurring discussion between my partner and me. I hope I got that right. The thought of William correcting my grammar is making me break out in a sweat. Is it partner and I? No, it's partner and me. Oh, is it? Yeah. I can't
1: keep... In part- that You're instance... The, you've changed the goalposts. No, that's, I like don't you.
0: do anything with grammar, and... I'll be honest, sometimes I do occasionally get the grammar wrong, but we just brush over it. Um, my partner says, says, our bed should be made with a sheet between us and the duvet, whereas I say the duvet is enough and having a sheet is an unnecessary step to making the bed. It's extremely annoying as it just gets... What, 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 what? Well, let me finish the letter and then I'll explain. It's extremely annoying as it just gets caught up in my legs or shoved to the bottom of the bed during the night. I think it's either a very American way to make a bed or an old-fashioned British way done to keep people warm before central heating. He, on the other hand, thinks it's proper and says most people make their beds this way. I, of course, think I'm right and most people these days don't use a sheet. I would like to settle this once and for all, so please, which is the correct way to make the bed? Merci beaucoup, Kate. Kate, don't use a sheet. I've never heard of that in my life.
1: Just um, use a duvet and then maybe have a blanket in winter on top of a duvet.
0: Yeah, I mean, in a, I'm, in a particular f- about my bed making, are you? Mm. Tell me before I talk. Give my answer to Katie. Tell me how you make your bed. I don't do it the Scandi way anymore. Do you oh, do you, oh, you've left your in, Scandi yeah, phase. System,
1: but um, I do it. Yeah, got to get my cushions right and
0: stuff. Yeah, Pump but how about up. yeah? But that's decoration.
1: Fold the, fold the duvet over, get the blanket on. Yeah, I'm very particular about it. Can't leave the house until it's done proper. Properly properly piss off
0: Um, so what's this sheet thing so it's in effect it's it's katie your your partner is sort of sort of right i have to say um but but i have a condition so don't panic i'm not completely taking his side it's sort of going back to sort of sheets and eider downs where you would have obviously you have your either fitted sheet or a flat sheet on the on top of the mattress then then goes you Mm -hmm. you with me and then you would have a large flat sheet but you would sort of tuck that sheet into the bed a bit so that cater's issue with the sheet is that it, it rucks down. Well, if it's properly tucked in with hospital corners, uh. it won't do that. And then you would have the duvet or quilt or eider I've down. I've never heard of that in my life. Um, on top. so Oh, actually, I think in really
1: fancy hotels you do exactly, that. Exactly. They?
0: If they're doing sheets, um, then that's what you would do. It's it's quite old fashioned. My grandmother used to do beds that way, and there was a time when I was—I think I was eight—and I came home and told my parents that actually I didn't want do duvet; I wanted sheets like at running grand Grandad's. So we had to, my bed was then done with sheets and a down. Did um, you ever have like Power
1: Rangers duvets or anything? No. Did you not have like a, I had Burnley bedding until I was about twenty-one. <laughs> I did, even at uni. I had Burnley, Did you have Burn, uh, Burnley bedding curtains? Did you not have Power Rangers?
0: No. Or Thomas Tank Engine. No.
1: Thunderbirds. Mm. Not, Spider-Man.
0: Not, no. What did you have? Spider-Man bedding now. Um, what? Oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> um, no. I, just, I think I just had plain, like, blue stripe. I might have had, like, age four, I might have had, like, sort of jungle animals.
1: I had a typical teenager's room, and I bet many people relate to it, so we had, like, mum decorating my room when I come back from uni, took all my posters down, and we got some nice bedding, like mm. a grey bedding, yeah, and right, everyone gray. had the... Like it was like a grey striped bedding. It was really nice. Got lamps to do really nice, new carpet. And everyone had these in like the 2010s. They had those canvas pictures on the wall of, of New York. Of New York, yeah. and those guys having their lunch on the on
0: the,
1: on the yellow beam. taxi. You got them from being on bargains or own bargains. It's like a black and white picture, and it's just a yellow taxi in it.
0: Anyway. Nice. Um, but, but Katie, although duvets without the sheet are the more contemporary way of doing a bed and even I can remember years ago there was a big news story that at Windsor Castle the late Queen's uh, guest beds switched from sheets to just duvets so was she and duvet no well I don't know what it is now in the new regime but certainly latterly at Windsor Castle guest bedding it was just duvets. Duvets are the more contemporary. Uh, they came in, they're technically a bit continental, um, but they have been widely accepted in Britain. But I would say what is correct in this instance, Katie, is whatever you and your partner agree together. Um, and if you don't like it, you should tell your partner that. And maybe one week you have it with the sheet and the next week you have it your way, if you really can't decide. Katie, it sounds like going out with a straight version of William Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's put it this way, Katie. I don't have that sheet. We only have a sheet in the summer when we take the duvet off. He sounds high maintenance. Yo. Know. He sounds like a keeper. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> sounds
1: like, yeah. Does he use a sous-vide to cook? <laughs> and does he hoover in the dark? And does he hate pledge? What? That's an old one to bring well, up. Well. It's because my mum always when my mum always asks about you, she does that impression. I just you? don't like air Pledge on your shoes. <laughs> that's what Wendy does every time she goes, that's William. Go, alright. And then I'm waiting for it. She goes, Pledge! <laughs> shoes!
0: <laughs> Is that a new? Yes, Jordan That's announced that he put pledge. pledge on his shoes.
1: Pledge! I'm like, all right, Mum, for fuck's sake. Can you it? On your shoes!
0: Oh, he does crap me out. Oh, can you record Wendy doing that, please? Yeah, I That would be hilarious. Every uh,
1: time Pledge! I'm like, Mum, <laughs> please, get another saying. Oh. On
0: your shoes! You know, obviously, the, the, the little-known television programme that you once appeared on uh, it has come back now, mm-hmm. and it's a new series. Oh, if my... Uh, talking of mothers, my mother would say, oh... I'll enjoy it this year because Jordan's not on it it was like having your own child do it <gasps> oh, oh I just, I just couldn't I couldn't if he then didn't get enough air time I was worried if he was doing a trial I was worried I just and she loves that programme she's watched it since the start I just couldn't relax
1: bless her I was like, yeah That's I know so yeah, okay, good. yeah my um, brother told me recently he hated it my little brother Brad he was like he said I was so anxious every night
0: we loved it Ben and I loved it <sighs> yeah
1: anyway Two years ago, that were.
0: Was it? Two years. Gosh, how time flies. Two years ago. Still going on Never it. again. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we? I think that's it. What a nice... We've had sex music, we've had how to make a bed, and we've had bodily insecurities. We've had it all. It's a broad church. I
1: have a podcast host, get me out of here.
0: Well, read the lending bit oh, of the script. Sh- okay. yeah.
1: Oh, can you not do it? OK. Oh. You, you, you read
0: so much nicely. That was the worst grammar ever, even for me. <laughs> I read, I read nicely. Like. Oh, I'll do it. You can send your anonymous admit. No, I don't. Mm. You can send your anonymous admittals to help at sextedmyboss.com. You can tweet us, follow us, send us a message on Instagram or TikTok. We're at SextedMyBoss, Or you can write to me and I'll promise you a handwritten reply on my own letter headed correspondence card. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com.
1: We'll see you on Friday. Goodbye.
0: For our bonus.
2: Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
0: Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon, you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past
1: and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed
0: live into cinemas. So if you want anything full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.